Hello and welcome to Dance Talks. I'm your host, Andrea Cody. Today is August 19th, 2020, and my guest is Hindalo Bongay. Hindalo, welcome to Dance Talks. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Andrea. I'm excited, excited to be here. Me too. Thanks for being here for us. Yes, ma'am. So I want to know more about where you're coming from. Like, I know I've known you for so long, but I don't really know how you got here. Can you <laughs> catch us up from the beginning? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm from Louisiana, a small town, Alexandria, Louisiana. Um, yeah, I, I came to Houston for college. Originally, I was accepted into the University of Houston for dance. Um, and I decided to take another route, go to Texas Southern University for theater. Um, so that's pretty Wait. much... Right? <laughs> what? What? So, what made you change your mind? So, I've always had the aspirations of, you know, enhancing my acting skills. Um, growing up in Louisiana, I was in a talent agency. Um, it was called LA Entertainment. And we were forced to, like... Um, act like do monologues and small scenes and stuff like that and I was always like super nervous about that part because I wasn't comfortable just like speaking in front of crowds and stuff like that so I was always like completely confident in the dance aspect of everything uh-huh. so okay. I got into the agency from just being a dancer but we were going to an expo where we would where we would um basically represent ourselves in front of a lot of different scout um scout scouting managers and you know different agencies that could like give her give us bigger opportunities so the agency that i was a part of they wanted us to do everything they wanted us to model they wanted us to you know really build our portfolio um and also do the acting portion as well along with the talent that we came into the the agency with so of course we'll be like for myself I'll be competing in dance of course so you know um I would never like perform my monologue in front of my managers I would never at all like perform it like they would constantly try to make me do it I would not do it I would always act like I left it at home or I forgot (laughs) it like because it was like the my 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 sessions were like an hour away from where I actually lived, so I literally act like I left it at home or something. That like was that. your monologue. Yeah, go to literally. <laughs> so it all the way up until the competition. Like we made it to the competition. I had been practicing my monologue on my own in my room. Mm-hmm. Went to the competition and I ended up winning the actual monologue portion. And I had been going up against people that had like kids that had already been on Broadway and stuff like that. And so I'm like, okay. You know, I'm clearly pretty good at this, you know. So I just really wanted to enhance that. And originally when I got into the University of Houston, I was offered, you know, a pretty nice scholarship, but not enough for me. So my sister was like, I know TSU has a really good theater department. And I know you've always wanted to, like, enhance that, that act, those acting skills. So let's try to go over to the school, see if you can, like, talk to someone there. Did that. Um, met my professors. They really, really loved me. They they went over my resume and my portfolio, and they offered me a really nice scholarship to get into that department. So cool. that's what, you know, that was my story as far as, like, going to TSU. And I really appreciate that whole moment because it really, really helped me as far as, like, acting and everything like that. It, it really gave me my outlet for acting. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's Texas Southern University. Yes, Texas, Texas. Southern. Yes. Very ma'am. cool. 
Okay, so let's go how you started dancing. You're saying at this this time you were with the agency, started at what age? Um, So I was about 11 years old. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. and you already knew how to dance, so where did that come from? Okay, so um, that really was something that I just didn't know that I wanted to do. Honestly, I didn't know it was a natural talent. I didn't know that I was like blessed with that gift. But it started from my sixth grade year. Um, my social studies teacher. We were all required to do this event called the Social Studies Fair where we were all given a topic to do a research project on and then we would have to present that project in front of judges that came out. People that we don't know, basically. And the top three, top first, second, and third place would go into like the national level or whatever. So my teacher <laughs> gave me because we had different different um topics it was either like political science history you know so my teacher gave me the history of tap dancing and i had no idea nothing about tap dancing nothing about dance at all <laughs> um you know it, growing up like in, in, in a small town like no guys were dancing in, in alexandria louisiana literally uh-huh. it was all like girls you know at the studio you know they would do that after school that would be their little extracurricular activity yeah. but for me I had the history of tap dancing and I really really wanted to win that competition uh-huh. so my mom she was like you know for for research purposes why don't you try to reach out to these local studios to see if you know you can like go in and get some video footage where you can like add that to your project to kind of show live tap dancing and stuff like that okay so called around and the studio that i actually attended as a child um she was open to me coming in she was like of course yeah you can come in and you know record a class it's gonna be at this time this day okay so went to the studio and i saw one of my friends that was in the same class as me there she was holding tap shoes in her hand you know, at school, like, because I wasn't interested in dance or didn't really know that I was supposed to dance. <laughs> like, you know, um, basically, like, we never talked about it at school. I didn't know that she did dance after school. So when I saw her and I saw her holding the tap shoes, I'm like, Brittany, like, are you in tap class? Like, are you? She's like, yeah, I've been doing this since I was like three years old, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Well, would you be interested in, like, doing a few simple tap steps for my project because we were able to add a partner if we, if we needed to. Oh, cool. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, of course. So I went into the class. I saw her. I was, you know, observing the class. We did the the presentation and I had like simple steps like a shuffle or a flap, like, you know, and the definition of it. When mm-hmm. I made it to that portion, Brittany would demonstrate all of those steps. Okay. So one, <laughs> I literally won that round. And I had to transition to the next round. When you go to the next round, you can't use a partner (laughs) at all. (laughs) Exactly, right? So you can't use a partner. So I'm like, I have to learn how to do this. Or I had to find a different way. Like, And I wanted to get like a little TV and like get a video. And that just was not working out. (laughs) So I was like, okay, let me just try to learn these steps. I called the studio back. And I was like, okay, I won. I need to learn these simple steps. Like, this is all I need to know. Like, can I please just come in and learn these steps? She was like, oh, my God, like, that's great. Like, of course. Like, you can come in, Mm -hmm. went in, and 
went back to that class she showed me the simple steps and then the teacher for that class just for fun she was like okay so how about you try to do their recital dance or try to learn their recital dance like off on the side like you know they have been practicing for recital for eight months Mm -hmm. and in that one session i learned the whole dance Mm -hmm. literally the whole thing i believe it yeah and that was just crazy. oh my god I learned the whole day right. and she wow, had been, with no experience with even no for experience. whatever years they had before them exactly wow and so she had been observing me like mm-hmm. you know she would invite me to come back every week you know just for fun like she mm-hmm. would never make it seem like oh you're in this class you're gonna do the recital da, da, da. Mm-hmm. but I didn't know that she was calling the owner literally every time I came to give her updates on how much better I was improving like you know she was like, I really want to add him to the recital. She had been secretly telling the owner this. So it was probably like three weeks before the recital. And she came to me and she was like, is it, is it okay if I like talk to your mom about, you know, you joining the recital? And I was like, okay, you know, explain to me what that is. I'll, I'll talk to her and then I'll let her know, like, you know. So she told me, like, you wouldn't have to pay for anything. I'll literally pay out of my pocket for your costume and everything. Like, I just really want you to join this dance because you literally learned the whole thing. And so I told my mom. She was like, oh, no, I'm not. You don't do this. Like, boys don't dance. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah. And so she was, you you don't do this. Like, no, I'm not paying for that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mom, I don't have to pay for it. You don't have to pay for it. Like, literally, they're going to do it. (laughs) And so... She was like, okay, I'll let you do it this time. But, you know, after that, no. I'm like, okay. So. Do you think it was like a ride commitment price issue for her? Or she really wants you to dance? Yeah. It, it, it's just know. not normal. Okay, like, you uh, know, where I'm from, like. Okay. The guys are like all playing sports and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I Literally, it was something completely new to mm-hmm. my town, my small town. Mm-hmm. So, um. You know. Gotcha. So I did the recital. They came and literally the crowd went wild. My mom was shocked. Like everybody was just like, oh my God. So at the award ceremony that they do at the end, that studio, they always give out like scholarships, dance scholarships Uh for like the upcoming year. So they offered me a scholarship to take all of the free tap classes and all of the free ballet classes that I wanted to take. Wow. So, because my mom didn't have to pay for it, again, uh-huh. she was like, okay, you actually did really good. Like, yeah. I'm shocked. Uh-huh. And they just gave you a scholarship, so they must really, truly be interested in you. Yeah. I'll let you do it. Like, awesome. it was still a little bit uncomfortable for her, but she did allow me to do it because I guess she she didn't have to put any anything into it. So, from that year, that's when I started training in ballet. I started gaining my technique and... Uh, after that year, at the end of that year, they asked me to audition for the competition team there. Um, I did that. I made it. And they continued to want to pay for it and all of that. That just, it was just like, things were just like building up. So it was convincing my mom more and more to, to allow me to do it. So that's where it was. Like, like that's literally how it started. Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea that I was, that right. I was blessed with the gift naturally i had so much fun learning the process but it still never clicked in my head because it wasn't like something that i thought was normal like you know so Mm -hmm. it was just like 
Okay, and I, I I ran with that, and from there I was we traveled, you know, as a competition team competing, and I was noticed in a, a lot of different aspects. Like that's when the talent agency came. Oh, okay, yeah. They offered me, mm-hmm. yeah, all of that. Like so, yeah. Cool. Crazy, right? Yeah. So you you said you went to the studio that you went to when you were little. Mm-hmm. So did you go when you were like really little for a little something? So no, like I I mean I was. Not little. I was in the sixth grade. So okay, that's when you first started. Mm-hmm. That's first when I first stepped foot into a studio. When I first stepped oh, foot into a studio. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Just to clarify. Okay, cool. And then um, when you say you had the gift, can you describe like what the elements of the gift are? I guess just like naturally being able to connect to, you know, whatever you've been blessed with. Like honestly, like I she would demonstrate a shuffle I wouldn't have her explain to me what it was like I would see it once and I would be able to do it like mm-hmm. they showed me how to execute a pirouette and then I did it like immediately oh wow like like that it wasn't really a lot of training at all like I literally had one year of ballet before I was hitting like triple pirouettes and fuerte turns like Mm-hmm. It was a natural gift that I. It just came out of me like literally. Yeah, so coordination, balance, mm-hmm. for sure, strength. Definitely. Um, do you think uh, flexibility was that yeah. easy for you? Uh-huh. Flexibility was actually not that. It, I mean, I still had to stretch, like you know, but even flexibility, honestly, mm-hmm. even flexibility was pretty natural. Like yeah. I didn't have, like, the perfect splits in the beginning, but after, like, a few stretch sessions, like, I was able to, like, go into it, like, oh, it hurts, but, hmm, like, it's not too bad. Like, you know, I can, I can sit here and <laughs> get this, like, you know, I don't know. It, it was just, it was honestly weird. I, I will be honest. It was, it was weird, but I was like, this has to be a natural gift for me, like, you know? Yeah. Like, because I've trained so many, you know, teaching, teaching my students. I've trained so many people for years and years and years and years, and it's you can tell it's something that they just want to do for fun, like you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. And some people are just they come in naturally with flexibility, like you know, they come in. You don't have to say, "Oh, this this is your first day." Oh, I can't tell, like you know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's, it's just like that. Like, I think those are the people that are probably just naturally blessed with the gift. If you come in already executing things that should take probably months and years, you know, to really, really learn. Not saying that the people that are just interested in it and, and, and gain the, the same type of technique as the people that naturally come in, like, you know, it's not their gift either. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I just feel like that's like a, a, a natural gift, basically, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Like, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. certain physical gifts yeah, for sure that you're describing. Mm-hmm. And then I think just intellectually, for sure, mm-hmm. to be able to pick things up that fast. Yeah. Visually, kinesthetically. And then, yeah. I mean, you certainly have a lot of other gifts that are maybe a little harder to describe. But, mm-hmm. you know, just. Yeah, because like with acting, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't comfortable with it, like, 100%. Like, I, I mean, I, I, 
I won that competition, you know, with the monologue, which showed me, like, okay, this is something that you should probably try to start honing your craft in. Like, you know, you should start training or, you know, start learning how to really, you know, learn, learn the discipline about theater or acting. Like, you know, you don't really know that. You don't know, you know, really too much anything, too much about theater and acting. So how about you start training in it? Like, you know, see what you can do. See if you can, like, really, really build that confidence in acting and theater just as well as you naturally had it in dance like you know yeah so that's pretty much how i feel about that yeah, yeah. so theater is was a little bit more of a learning process for yes you. definitely Can you share us a couple highlights of what you learned yeah so you know even like going in i was still nervous like going into in, into my theater department after like being accepted with my resume and portfolio and all that I was super nervous like I wouldn't even audition for the roles I was like okay questioning like even being there like you know but my professors like they so they saw so much in me saw so much potential in me they're like I know like you can do this like stop being afraid of doing it like you can do it and like even my first musical that I was a part of like I lied to my professor and I told him I couldn't sing and <laughs> yeah he wanted me to like audition for like a singing role and i'm like uh -huh. no this is too this is too much like you know super nervous like yeah i can naturally do this this dancing this choreography part like you know can mm -hmm. i just be at the dance section of the of the musical he's right. like no like you know you need a speaking role because you have a, a actual solo dance at the end like you know we really need to know your character like so you have to take this role i'm like oh my god so i have to learn lines like you know and it was only like a few lines you know but i, I will say it really really gained my confidence i mean it it, it helped me gain confidence yeah. just speaking publicly speaking and you know just performing as a as a whole like it, it, it's not just like in theater you really have to you know tell a story at the studio that i was at we really gained technique yeah but it was all about just performing to please the crowd instead of like really really building some type of character and getting like you know, so that's what it was. It really helped me, like, like dive deeper into even just, like, dance or, or like, any type of performing arts. Like, it, it theater just really helped in that aspect because, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like building your character and really, really, um, you know, um, I, how do I explain it? just doing like a lot of homework before actually performing like you know um of course in dance like you have to build your technique before you like go out and do full choreography but you know in theater it's like you might of course you have your director that helps you with your characterization and stuff like that but you have to create your own you know character like you know you you really have to do things on your own a lot of the times um and really really dig deeper you know, in, in whatever role, even if it's just like a small ensemble role, you really, really have to figure out like, you know, what am I going to bring to showcase myself and really, really, you know, execute this character properly, you know? Um, so it really helped with that because it, it helped with my choreography as well, you know? Um, 
now it's not just I'm teaching you choreography just to perform and look pretty. I want to see your leaps. I want to see your jumps. I really, really want to feel the choreography. Like, you know, I want to feel something from it. I just, I don't want to just see tricks all the time. So mm -hmm. that's what it really helped with, I guess. Mm -hmm. Becoming a more advanced performer. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. In general, like all performing arts. Like, so, yeah. So I always hear in dance that you have to take ballet because it's a foundation. Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, learning to act should be a foundation of dance as well? Um, yeah, probably if you're going to do like musical theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do that style of dance, like, you know. What about story ballet? Yeah. Uh -huh. You know, it, it will help. Definitely. For sure. It, it helps for sure. Yeah. So. So. I mean. You sing? <laughs> <laughs> I do, yes, but we're not going to get on that. Okay. But yes, I do sing. How did you develop your voice? Um, Just through church uh -huh. growing up. I was in the church choir. Um, Even when I was super young, there was like a community choir called United Voices that I was a part of. I was cool. like three. I joined that when I was three years wow. old. Wow. I was like the youngest one, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, from there, I would, I would say. Awesome. And then I was in choir in middle school and in high school, so yeah. Harmonies. Harmonies and all mm -hmm. of that. I can do eight parts, all of that. What's Great your things. part? I am a baritone. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, when did you really start your career in it, after school or during school? You know, after what was your first step into like professional performing? So my first step i would say would be with um the urban souls dance company yeah um coming into tsu i joined the because of course you know i was a theater major i wanted to gain all of that experience enhance my acting skills of course but i still wanted that outlet of dance like you know TSU doesn't have, we have one dance class. It's a modern dance class on campus. That's literally it. And then you have a lot of different dance organizations. So um, one of the my fellow classmates, um, my colleagues, he told me, he was a dancer as well. He was like, you know, I'm a part of the TSU dance company, you know, it's where like you know all of the because you have all these different majors like you know we can all come together we all have a love for dance like you know we have auditions we have judges they judges I, I really think you should audition you know come join and you know keep keep dancing because if you don't you're gonna lose your technique like you know so I went I auditioned for that um I ended up making it and he told me about the Urban Souls Dance Company because he was on the second company at the time uh -huh. and he was like you know the TSU Dance Company is great. You know, we have fun. We, we perform for a lot of events. But a lot of the times, we're making up the choreography ourselves. So, you know, if you want to continue your training, like, you know, with prominent people, like, you really need to try to go out and take some classes. Like, you know, so um, he was like, I'm a part of the second company with Urban Souls, and we have, like, an open ballet class that you can come to. Um, he invited me to that, and I started attending those classes, and from there, I loved it. Like, you know, I love the environment, everything about it. Like, it was super new to me, like, extremely. And um, when the auditions came, I auditioned and I made the second company my first year. And then towards the end of my first year with second company, um, 
the artistic director, Harrison Guy, he asked me to um, participate in one of the performances that the first company did. It was called Blood on the Leaves. And that was my first time really, really like performing with a professional company, honestly. So, um, yeah, that's where it started. I, I was so new to that whole modern dance because I had never even taken modern dance at all. Like, you know, and he, he's super, you know, Horton, like the, the technique, the Horton te technique. Um, I really had to build my foundation on that, you know. And I just truly appreciate, like, everything that Harrison has really, you know, given me while I've been here in Houston. He's really helped me gain my confidence. Um, and even, like, you know, as, like I was saying, like, growing up, it was all about performing to just, like, please the crowd. Like, you know, we want to see the leaps and the turns. And, you know, and of course, that was great. They helped me get to where I am now, you know. But Harrison honestly helped me, like, with that storytelling, along with the theater department. Like, you know, it's it's not always about just performing a pretty piece, like, you know, with tricks and turns. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you, you really want to make the audience feel something, you know. That's the more professional style of dance, like you know. So, yeah, I it started with Urban Souls. And so, what was that like performing with Urban Souls, and maybe what was Blood on the Leaves about, so we can get a sense of that? So it was great. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm still with the company now. I'm still on the first company now, and I love everything about it. Still, like every time I go to class, like it's like I'm learning so much more about myself just he really makes you think like you know oh I, I just love it so much um but yeah so it was that and then with blood on the leaves blood on the leaves it happened around the time um like right after the trayvon martin incident and we were really just you know explaining or performing that story in a sense like you know along with all the other you know multi-generational trauma that has went on in the community for you know African Americans so that's truly what the whole performance was about and it was great like I met a lot of really good people in that and we're still all really cool to this day I will say that has been like my favorite most favorite performance ever <laughs> honestly yeah, it was a really good concert. I will say that. I wish we could do it again. Like I, I just want him to bring it back. Like it's, it's perfect for this time right now. Like yeah. Was it a piece or a it was a whole concert? It was a whole. It was a whole concert, dance concert. Mm. Um, like one long movement. No. Okay. It was uh, it was different pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I would say it, it probably had about probably about eight different pieces throughout the whole show and so that was your first time performing with the company yeah well we did like a small um performance with the second company uh -huh. but that was my second time really really well, i would say that was like my first time really performing for a big crowd and really like doing a full like dance like showcase or dance concert where it had where i was in multiple pieces mm -hmm. with a professional company mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, the the second company is the pre-professional company. So it was my first performance with a professional company. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Is it available? Can we see it? Um, there is a few clips. Mm-hmm. I know that, um, I think on the website, on the Urban Souls website, um, where you can pull that up and see, you know, some, I, I don't think it's the full thing. It's, I think it's a few, yeah. like, maybe like a trailer or something like that, but yeah, okay. you can see a little bit of it. We'll put a link to it. And it may be notes. some, some, some clips on YouTube. I'm not for sure. Okay. But yeah, we'll definitely, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll link to it. <laughs> yeah. So people can see. Yeah, of course. Get a taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened after that? Because uh, you've, I know you've like gone outside of Houston. You've mm-hmm. worked with Dwight Baxter, Carla Earl, Nora right. Miller, like right. a mm-hmm. lot. Right. So I've just been auditioning, honestly. Uh-huh. I've, I've been auditioning for a lot of different things um, with Mr. Baxter. So I met him through TSU. They were doing an exhibit on him in the University Museum. You know, yeah. he was a part of the Dance Theater of Harlem. So, um, Dance Theater of Harlem had actually come to Houston at that time, and they did an exhibit on him. Like, in the University Museum, I went, and, um, you know, I, I ended up meeting him there and told him about the dance company. You know, he was super excited about it. You know, he, I don't think, like, you know... I don't know, he just kept telling me, like, you know, you have really good training, like, you know, I've never really seen someone here at TSU that has as much training in dance as you, like, you know, um, so he, like, really connected with me, he wanted to, you know, come in and, like, help the company, you know, at times, you know, we let him come in a few times and, like, teach a few classes, I think he taught, like, you know, us a a piece one time when we performed it at the University Museum, um, so yeah, that was with, that was meeting Mr. Baxter, now, with Carla Earl, um, that situation was kind of like crazy because I was like, once again, I was on the TSU dance company and one of my friends that was on the company with me, she was a voice major and she was like out to eat one day and she saw Mr. Baxter, like, you know, Mr. Baxter had a connection with the company. So, um, Mr. Baxter, who I didn't know had such an extensive resume, <laughs> like yeah, resume is like what okay so he was with Carla Earl and all of these like super professional people Uh that have been like in the business for years and years and years and they were here for a traveling show called Baby Hold On To Me Uh um and they were actually needing three more dancers because three of their dancers from New York weren't able to travel at the time because they were in school or whatever they couldn't make the Houston performance so Mr. Baxter talked to her you know oh yeah let's see if uh call Hindelow and see if he'll want to come and blah 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 so she called me she told me about it I'm like okay she gave me the number Carla Earl I called her talked to Miss Carla she was like yeah um one of her things that she always says is can you twirl like can you twirl? Uh-huh. And I didn't know what that meant. Like I had no idea what that meant. But I guess that's her like phrase of like, can you like really dance? Like or are you just coming in here just to have fun? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Yeah, I can twirl. Like I don't I don't know. Like, but yeah, I can twirl. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um I go to the uh, she invited me to the location. She said I wanted to audition you and well, I want to audition you, see what you can do. Went in, they taught me, like, a, a her dance captain taught me a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that. She she left for probably, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Learned that. Came back in. She was like, okay, I want to see it. 
So I did the choreography. She was like, oh, you could twirl. Like, you could twirl, you could twirl. I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, you know, but she was still like, um, I can't make a full decision right now. I have to talk with Dwight. And um, after I talk with Dwight, I'll let you know. Like, you know, of course, you, you have a yes from me, but I'm going to bring Dwight in so, you know, he can see you and you have to, you'll probably have to perform it again. So I'm this whole time in my head, Dwight, 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 because we knew him as Mr. Baxter. I didn't know, like, you know, I knew <laughs> his full name. Yes, but I just didn't remember his full name. I just, because it was always, yeah. hey, Mr. Baxter, Mr. Baxter, Mr. Baxter. Mm-hmm. So out of nowhere, Dwight Baxter <laughs> comes walking in and he's like, okay, so, you know, how he, so who do you need to see? Who do I need to see? And then she's like, okay, so right here his name is Hendelow she was oh Hendelow oh yeah 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 he's good he's good I'm like is this the Dwight that you're talking about like this is Mr. Baxter like and she was and that's when I found out about his resume I didn't even know I knew about the dance theater of Harlem I just didn't know about all of the other things that he had wow you know been a part of and she's like you don't you who did you think I was talking about I'm like I didn't know and she's like, do you not know his resume? And I'm like, I don't. They showed it to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. Like, what? So, right. but anyway, yeah, I, that was the whole Carla Earl situation. Um, I did, I had so much fun with that because I was able to, like, work with celebrities that I had, like, been seeing on TV. Like, it was just, it was it was a really fun show um, and a great opportunity. And then, you know, the Norma Miller situation was with Swing Baby Swing through Dance Houston. I was so honored to be the rehearsal director for that and assistant choreographer. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Um, And Miss Carla, she wanted me, like, you know, of course, because we had a connection already to just, you know, be dance captain for that and really help with that whole process. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's where I, that's that's my connection with those people. Um, Currently, like, I'm a teacher, I teach dance and theater at McGowan Elementary School. So um, I'm able to, you know, do both all, you know, Mm -hmm. I love like giving back to the kids. Um, It's it's really great. I love like seeing them grow in the arts and and even just exposing them to a lot of things that they may not know if they're even fully interested in. Like I like to see like if I'm pulling a natural gift out of you, like, you know, because like myself, I was unaware. And a lot of times I see that through my students, like they're unaware how great they are Mm -hmm. because they've never been exposed to it. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm currently doing right now is, you know, teaching. Awesome. So what are you doing with your kids? So what's the program like? Well, okay. What would it be like under normal circumstances? And what are you doing (laughs) under these circumstances? Under normal circumstances. Um, So it would be <laughs> we normally like train the whole first semester like i've been you know dance training and theater training throughout the full first semester and of course we're learning like you know the curriculum of course um and what's your curriculum made of it's the it's the texas curriculum okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so um so from there we have a fall show and then we just have a, a spring show as well and then like of course if there's like um events going on like a fall festival or something like that or like open house like we'll do a performance with that but yeah i nice. have uh, 
a drama club and a dance ensemble. And then for the class, like, you know, we pretty much just learned the full curriculum and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty much what it is. Like, it's it's fun. What grade level so is So, it's your... kindergarten through fifth. Do you have a favorite? Do I have a favorite grade? Okay. Hmm. I think I do. <laughs> I think I do. Um, I'll say third grade. I just, I really, yeah. really love third grade. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know if that's like the happy medium, but it's like they're behavior is great like it's not too all over the place uh-huh. and they're not also like thinking they're too mature for like you know elementary school right. so it's <laughs> right because you know fifth grade they're like the seniors of elementary school so yes yeah. it may be <laughs> too late <laughs> sometimes but yeah cool yeah what kind of songs have, or which songs have you used with them recently so um last year we weren't able to do our second performance of course but right. um we had like a we had a winter program and we just did a, a variety of different Christmas songs. Uh-huh. Um, and we had like a few um, scenes and like Christmas scenes. Then I had a few of my singers like perform a few Christmas songs, like you know the normal. Nice. Um, all the Christmas songs, like Jingle Bells and Yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Santa Claus is coming to town. Like you know. Um, so yeah, I'm in my second year now. So. Golly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's the plan for next week? So, next week is going to be virtual, <laughs> of course. Um, and uh, it's just going to be like, you know, the welcome week where, you know, they come in. And I do have, I don't want to, like, give too much, but we'll be doing, like, a dance challenge, mm-hmm. you know, the first week where, um, you know, I've choreographed the challenge for them. And I'll have them, you know, I'll be live for, like, four hours of the day. So, I'll be teaching them the choreography through mm-hmm. there. And then... um towards the end of the week I want them to well at the end of the week I want them to upload just them doing the actual performance like you know the actual challenge so yeah that's pretty much this is gonna be a fun you know simple first week cool Mm -hmm. so they can get like acclimated to me and really like you know will that be for every grade level yeah okay it's gonna be different Mm -hmm. Uh it's gonna be different it's Mm -hmm. some 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 like the kindergarten and the kindergarten through third grade they have like a a simple simple challenge and then okay Fourth and cool. fifth. It's a little bit more advanced, but uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what? Uh, I guess is it an elective or is it a block? A special class? Like yeah, all mm-hmm. kids take it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. everybody gets it like once a week. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. Which I mean, that is you know, kind of difficult a little bit because. They, you know, they have to, they only get it once or twice a week. And some of them really want to be there all week, you know. And mm-hmm. some need a little bit more training than others. So, I wish I could have them all every day. But, yeah. you know, just, it's impossible. So, mm-hmm. but we make the best of what we have. So, I I got really good reviews last year from the district with, you know, my winter program. They really loved it. They spoke highly of me. So, um, yeah. I mean, it came out, I was super surprised how well they did so oh yeah. good it was really really good like i loved it they made you proud they did good they job kiddos me, right look yeah. good job <laughs> great job <laughs> you made me proud and that's hard to do <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah so when you teach them like online do you get a different sense of who they really are than when they're all together because Imagine dance has, you know, some kids are more insecure. Yeah. 
And maybe do they change when they're just at home? I mean, not really, no. Um, because they know they still have to definitely be dedicated to school. So, not really, but I do prefer, I really wish that we can be in the classroom because I just like being more hands on with them. Like, you know, if I see you, you know, messing up on or or struggling on whatever step it may be like you know i can really like come to you and help you like slowly break it down with you like you know mm-hmm. so i i it's harder it is but you know i i teach at a lot of dance studios well not a lot a few dance studios mm-hmm. here in houston and we just had a virtual virtual recital and like for the you know when quarantine came it was like early march Right? March 13th. March 13th. Exactly. Okay, Andrea. (laughs) March 13th. Okay? Yes, because it was right after my birthday. Okay? There you go. Okay, so um, when it came, like, we had the recital was in June. So we had to still figure out, like, a creative way to still, like, let the students perform what they have been learning. Yeah. You know? And so the studio opened back up and all the teachers were able to go into the studio, you know, one at a time and actually just teach virtually oh, to the students. Yeah. So nice. we continue the choreography. Yeah, the space. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We have the space. No students are in there, but they're at home. And I teach, well, one studio specifically, tap. I teach tap at that studio. So that was pretty difficult because, you know, at home, even like for myself growing up, my mom would let me tap on her floor. Right. Like, you know, you don't want to mess up and scratch up your wood floor. So they're learning a full-blown tap, you know, piece at their house where a lot of them they have carpet or they can't actually put on their shoes mm-hmm. and then it was beginner tap so a lot of them were in their first year so you can see them like struggling a lot and you know I just felt like you know sorry for that situation because it's like I really want to be more hands on with them so I can really really help them it turned out great you know really great I was so that's I'm also very proud of them okay because that was amazing Yeah. Um, but you know it would be of course, easier if we were able to be face to face, you know. But mm-hmm. you know, we are dealing with a pandemic right now, so right. we can't change anything that's going on. I just wish that you know it goes away soon and we can get back to normal everyday life. What we're used. To. Are you comfortable? With the risk you would take in going back to school, like if you had to go Monday, or like at what point I do mean, you feel like you? Of course, no. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm all for safety mm-hmm. for sure. Like you know, if it's not the right time to do it, no, I don't want to do it. But you know, I would just I just wish it never happened. Basically, right. <laughs> right. you know, I can't control it, but I just wish it never happened because you know, like I said, I just prefer being more hands on mm-hmm. with my students. I think it's better, mm-hmm. you know, but. You have to do what you have to do. Yeah. University of Houston developed a vent that goes in AC systems mm-hmm. and zaps the virus out of the air. Really? They published the paper really? on it uh, mid-July. What? And it looks really good. They, mm. they work together with a medical company, and they want to put it in hospitals and in schools. Right. You said the University of Houston? Yes, sir. What? That is crazy. It That's... looks great. Yeah. I need to look into that. Yeah. Like, that would be great if we could zap the virus out of the hair like Amen. what yes yeah we've learned already that like viral load is such a big issue in mm-hmm. terms of contagion and the effects it has on right. us right right so you know if you can just yeah just tone it down right that'd be great exactly so if i think it's going that. through you know approval 
processes yeah. and then mm -hmm. I don't know what the manufacturing possibilities look like but mm -hmm. you know the technology exists yeah oh my gosh yes that would be great definitely fresh air. yes a breath of fresh air for sure because I look let's go approve it for the University of Houston Police. I approve <laughs> I approve it 100 uh, percent okay yeah so there's I, I can imagine that most of your students today um won't have the opportunity to learn from the people you've learned from. Mm -hmm. You know, Norma Miller has passed mm -hmm. on. Um, I mean, Dwight and Carla are doing right. great, but we're talking, you know, mm -hmm. way down in the future. Is there something you've learned from each of them that you has really impacted you that you could pass along to our listeners? Yes, definitely, for sure. Like, with Ms. Norma, Norma Miller, like, that was an amazing experience. Like, being able to meet that living legend. Like, you know was just yeah I was so grateful because I'm like oh my god like I can't believe I'm here like you know with Norma like I, I didn't really know too much about Lindy Hop and swing dance before swing baby swing um I just you know would always enjoy watching it like you know they look so fun you know didn't know the technical aspects of it at all so um it's definitely not the easiest thing either like it's so it, it looks so easy so fun but yeah it's some technique behind it for sure um and um, you know just with that opportunity I, I didn't think that I would ever be able to meet someone that has actually started or you know been in the founding stages of a specific style of dance like you know mm. like growing up when I started taking tab, they always called me like Gregory Hines of mm -hmm. Alexandria, Louisiana. Okay. <laughs> right? So, you know, I knew I wouldn't have the opportunity of meeting Gregory Hines, but I did do my research and I went and saw mm -hmm. who is Gregory Hines? Like, who yeah. are they calling me? Like, uh -huh. you know, and he's an amazing tab dancer. Like, you know. Right. But Norma Miller, like learning about her, you know, and knowing that she was in those founding stages, and actually being in her presence was just like too much for me. I'm like, oh my God. So yes. Did you, what was her presence like to you? She is the, she was the, <laughs> the funniest person. Like what? Oh my God. So strict. Like if you're not doing it right and you know, she knows like, hello, this is her thing. Hello. Right. And yeah, she was not easy on us at all. Like I was thinking like, you know, oh, it's going to be great. Like, you know, meeting her, like <laughs> she'll give you a hug and then she'll get on you. Like, this is not, okay, let me see it. Like, uh, uh, you should be an uh, two, three. Like, you know, it's, it's just great. I love yeah. you. Yeah. That was fun. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've learned a lot of things from all of the great people, especially, um, I would definitely say Harrison guy like he one thing that he always like you know tells me it's about dis decisions like you know like and and just it's about choices and decisions like you know so in 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 performance in general like you know a lot of the times you know just building your confidence and and building your growth as a dancer like you know I want to like ask him a lot of the times what should I do like you know and he's not that type of choreographer it's like make a decision like you know what are you gonna do like you know show me what you're gonna do then I'll tell you like you know if it's just wrong or if it's not if it's you know if it's right or if it's too much or if it's not enough like you know mm. so I would say definitely I try to you know help my dancers that way 
you know, I, I don't want to give them too much. Of course, I'm, I'm helping you build a technique, but I want you to grow your individuality as an artist. Like, you know, don't make me tell you every single thing that you need to do, you know, because otherwise you won't be an individual artist. Like, you know, you won't have your own thing. Like, you know, let me see what you come up with. So, you know, I, I really try to instill that in my dancers as well and the people that I teach. Like, even directing a show, like... As a director, I don't like to go in and tell all of the actors how to, you know, give the line. Like, you know, mm-hmm. not specifically. Like, let me see what you're going to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then if it's too much, I'll tell you. If it's not enough, I'll tell you. But this is helping you grow as an artist. Like, you know. So, yeah. I mean, just really that. That's one of the biggest things that I take from the people that I've, you know, worked with. Because with the whole decisions aspect and really creating your own choices, it helps everywhere that I've been. Like, you know, even with Miss Carla Earl, like, it, it just, it helps. It really does. It, it helps build your individuality as an artist, and that's very important. Awesome. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Where do you want to see Urban Souls go? Like, I mean, I know that you're not in charge, mm-hmm. but I understand it's a really collaborative company too so mm-hmm. um and you you're wanting to represent that work mm-hmm. um how do you how do you see that happening like what are you hoping for and how can we support you yeah um you know we still we still have plans of you know things coming up and that's just all like really just because what urban souls it's it's not I will say whatever Urban Soul has Urban Souls has given me and where they're at right now, I appreciate. Like, you know, I don't think it should really even do anything more than what it is doing for me right now. Uh-huh. Um, but just continue continually providing those, you know, performance opportunities, I will say. You know, for the city of Houston and wherever else, like, you know, he wants to take the company. But everything that he's providing right now is a hundred percent what it should be. Like, you know? Definitely. I just enjoy, you know, training with him and training with the company and, you know, constant classes, constant performances. All of that is what I just appreciate. Like, you know. Awesome. So. Are you training now or are you all on hiatus? Yeah, right now we're on, of course, because of, you know, the COVID thing, we're on a hiatus. But we're definitely going to get back into the studio very soon Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. How have you been dealing with? being on hiatus and are you dancing uh, I know I mean school's been out for like three months mm-hmm. have you continued yeah to I've been like you know continuing my training you know as much as I can on my own uh-huh. um and then I'm still teaching like you know virtually and then some of the studios that I've started the well that I work at some of them have opened back up mm-hmm. and we just like really enforce the social distancing and the mask you know um in the studio so I'm still working consistently um training myself and my students just through different ways, like some are virtual, some are in person, and things are slowly starting to get back to normal. I will say, but then not really. <laughs> like you know, it's like it'll it'll be okay for one minute, then there's like a spike in numbers, and you have to like, you know. So, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would imagine the performing arts just being, you know, one of the. Right, like closing Broadway Hardest and things. Well, you gotta get the, all the people in the house, and right. then you gotta cram all the people backstage, and it's just yeah, like 
it's going to be lot. completely different for a while, I know. I mean, I can't wait till things get back to normal and they, you know, figure out what we can do to create that state of normalcy again. But I don't really think it's fully going away. Like, you know, so I'm sure things will change in a sense. But I mean, I just want things to get back to how they were. So Broadway's <laughs> just closed. Yeah, they kind of hard to wrap my mind around. I mean, like, right? like Disney's like a little open now. Yeah, no, you know? they but definitely Broadway's closed just still Broadway. Closed. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's still closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know for sure if it opened back up, but I know it was closed for a while. So I'm, I think right. it's still closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I know there's nothing going on in the theaters here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Not at all. It's not yeah. safe enough yet. So, if it, let's just say worst case scenario, mm-hmm. this, this, you know, eventually we just accept that, like, mm-hmm. they're not going to open. Right. So, then what would you want, how would you see yourself oh my sharing your work, sharing your message, you know, sharing your gifts? That is a really hard question. Um, yeah. You know, I would have to just be creative, as creative as possible. Like, you know, with where we're at right now with the whole virtual thing, you know, it was new to everyone. Like, even the district, like, in the beginning, everybody was just like, we don't know what to do. And things were changing constantly. But things are becoming, you know, a little bit more cohesive. We're we're coming with pl- a better plans, mm-hmm. with a better plan. So, mm-hmm. you know... I mean, I I would just have to be creative 100%. I hope that that is not the case. (laughs) I really do hope that is not the case. But, you know, if it is, we will just have to go with it. And, of course, there's still going to be the arts, for sure. We're just going to all have to become more creative on how to really perform for whoever. Mm -hmm. Or even teach. Like, you know, just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it it would just take a lot of creativity. Are you, you comfortable know? just, like, posting a video of yourself dancing? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. Like, you know, of course. Just... I mean, <laughs> I, I, more creative than that. Is yeah, what, what yeah, of course. Like, stuff like that. Like, of course, like, creating content virtually, like, uploading videos to different social media sites and, you know, yeah, but... As far as like live theater, how is that gonna change? Like you know, I, you know, it will it won't be the same. It's basically like film in a sense. Like you know, you can watch a live production, yeah, because you know they do a lot of like those live productions on NBC that they're coming out with. Um, but it's still not the same. Like the audience experience is not the same. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking about. Like you know, because mm-hmm. you think about doing it? like a drive-in show. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. Show on the beach. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that you can, you know, that'll be, I'm sure, fun, creative. Like I, I love that that concept because they're doing that now. Like you know, mm-hmm. drive in like movie theaters right. and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I love outdoor events. I think it just really changes mm-hmm. the artistry you're able to, mm-hmm. you know, utilize. Like just technically, like right. you're just not going to have wings or maybe right. special effects that you right. you know are used to in a theater. You're just mm-hmm. going to be like outside. Right on mm-hmm. that stage or exactly. over, over there. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. But yep. it's doable. Mm-hmm. Everybody's spaced out, big enough space. Yeah. Look, yeah. it may that may be what we have to go to. Like you know, I, all of the theaters may have to be you know performed at an outside theater. Like you know, 
who knows? I don't know. Because they say it's safer to be outside. Like, you know. Well, it's the same thing with the vent. All the vent does is heat it up. Mm-hmm. It just heats the air up real yep. fast. Yeah. To like 300 degrees. But it dies way before that. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that may be what we have to do. Like you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just—it's just all brand new. <laughs> it just—it really is. And of course, it's not going anywhere because artists will not be able to live without being able to truly, like you know, express their artistry. But we'll just have to be more creative in in those aspects for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, and I think it's our responsibility too, just to you know keep continue to like move the culture forward. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, not respons- responsibility and mm-hmm. joy, mm-hmm. and just that's all part of it. Yeah, and you know we can't just get stuck on March thirteenth, right? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to go back to March thirteenth at all. Please, never. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm watching our district, our school district for my kids, like a contestant on Fear Factor. Mm Because like whatever they say, it's like you have to stay home with your children (laughs) for the next nine weeks and teach them 25 assignments a week each. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Upload them to various platforms. Or it's like you have to come in with all the other students Mm -hmm. and cram into those hallways and go to the cafeteria it's mm-hmm. like oh goodness right <laughs> you know yes <sighs> it's crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy crazy <clears throat> but yeah so um i guess like let's think about just what's on your horizon so um you've got school starting mm-hmm. um what else is coming up for you so um, you know, it's really honestly, I've, I've put a lot of my focus into school um, and yeah. in my teaching right now. Um, but I do have a few things planned um, as far as like choreography go. I do, I, I am working on a choreography series right now. It's a virtual thing um, where I'm working with a few dancers. It's about six dancers, um, and they'll be all recorded, you know, video doing my choreography and I'll be uploading that to various social media sites but that's pretty much all I'm doing right now because I'm super busy with school well that's a lot <laughs> yeah 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 I'm working with like six dancers you know I've, uh-huh. I've, I have like six pieces that I've choreographed and wow we'll be filming them in different locations here in Houston and yeah cool can you tell us more about it um I mean yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> it's like it's it's just like different styles of dance, different um, different dancers, different that all do different styles, and um, yeah, I mean, it's I'll be doing like jazz, I'll be doing tap, um, and like musical theater as well. So, and I have like contemporary option mm-hmm. that I'll probably, you know, be doing. But anyway, um yeah, that's just pretty much it. Like it it'll be just different showing my different styles of choreography. Like I can cool. um pretty much I'm proficient in a lot of different genres of dance. Mm-hmm. So I want to really just start putting myself out there as a choreographer 
and not just a performer because a lot of people mm-hmm. come to me as you know being the person that should be out dancing and I love that you know I love performing but I also really 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 enjoy teaching like it's like one of my biggest passions honestly so um yeah awesome mm-hmm. and you choreographed an 80s piece with Mr. Baxter yes I who's did. definitely like Mr. 80s in right. terms of his music video right you know <laughs> yes. appearances right yeah like, what was that so process much. like it was fun of course Mr. Baxter is just so exciting every time we're together like yeah I mean it was it was really really I enjoyed it did you see sure. like movement or did you study like his old videos from beat it or from yeah and then he that. even like you know when he he showed me a lot of things that was just like it was pretty difficult i will say like yeah. you know because even you know dance definitely like transitions over yeah, time it moved so, on, right. right so uh-huh. i'm like oh my god like is this something like you know that you guys really <laughs> did like okay but yeah it was fun. I learned a lot of new things, of yeah, course. Yeah, new old moves. New old moves, yeah. yes. So, yeah, that was fun. I definitely use him as a research, you know, so, something to research, you know, for, for the choreography. So, yeah. Cool. That was fun. That was, at the, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all did great. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it. And that was a little taste of your choreography. Yeah, a little, a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. So this that, new and then swing oh, yeah. baby swing for sure like that working with Carla and your you and you know Mr. Baxter like yeah that was fine too. <laughs> that was for a sure. lot of new old moves. That was like a, a ton. So many new old moves. Oh my right. god, that took so much research. So yeah. much research for and sure. We were it was uh, y'all were hit from a lot of different angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So By yeah. a fire hose. <laughs> approach there's right so, there's so many moves in that show that i know you know just you all could jazz dance and you all could hip-hop right and so it seems like well this should be easy mm-hmm. and it's like still just a foreign language mm-hmm. i mean you know it's a lot mm-hmm. definitely it was it was a lot but you know it was a fun experience i loved it and yeah i learned a lot of new old moves that I great. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm now proficient in. I can now, you know, do the Big Apple right now. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> never knew what the Big Apple was before that, but right. I can do it right now if I need to. Okay. <laughs> do you have a really good memory for everything too? It's not just like you pick it up quick, but you hang on to it. I mean, yeah, a yeah. little bit, yeah. Okay. Definitely. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. After you know, definitely used to be better when I didn't have so much to learn. But uh-huh. after creating so much choreography. And learning so many dances, like, you know, sometimes I forget a little bit of, you know, the older choreography, but yeah, a lot of the times I can pick it back up easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or it may take like one review and I have it like, oh, okay, I got it. We're good. <laughs> so it's yeah. like a photographic memory, but it's like a videographic mm-hmm. memory or something. Right? Look, videographic memory. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I've seen you in action, so I know it's true. Yes, it's isn't like, it crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. It's really crazy. Like, yeah. not knowing, you know. Like, I did not know anything about Lindy Hop. I know Anything like that. Right. And then what? Right. I had it. Right. <gasps> awesome. So, let's close with you giving us um, an assignment as your students. Just 
whether it's like a dance assignment or a life assignment or a little bit of both, what can we do to, um, you know, progress as artists and, and handle all this going on? Mm-hmm. Um, what can you send us off with? So I would say, like, you know, definitely don't let this time, like, fully get you down. Like, we, we know, like I said, I, I wish things were back to normal, 100%. But as artists, we just have to continue to grow, you know, despite whatever we're going through. So use this time to just really, you know, train, even if you have to train at home, getting on YouTube videos and really just, you know, taking virtual classes I know a lot of a lot of really great choreographers offer a lot of virtual classes you know so really just try to you know keep enhancing your your talent and your in your artistry and just don't allow this time to really you know get you down because you know if you stop <laughs> it's gonna be hard to just bring it right back so you know you really really have to stay consistent with it for sure so that's that's my, you know, word of advice during this time specifically. Um, so yeah, stay consistent. Don't stop. Keep growing. You're great. <laughs> so yeah, that's what it'll be. My guest today is Hindalo Bongay. Hindalo, thank you for being a part of Dance Talk. Thank you for having me, Andrea. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. you. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and share our podcast and reach out to us on social media if you'd like to talk. To support Dance Talks, donate to Dance Houston. Talk to you on Monday.